Hello everyone and welcome to Someone Should Have Told Me. That little music selection in the beginning is by Lizzo. Do you guys know who Lizzo is? If not, look her up because she is very confident. And that's what I want to talk to you guys about because I found this little point and it says... I do not exist to impress the world. I exist to live my life in a way that will make me happy. And that is the goal for 2023. We need to make ourselves happy. You know, everybody's talking about this new year, new you. I don't need a totally new me. I've been working on me for as many years as I've been alive. So... I don't want to just throw everything down the drain and start all over a new me. No, but I can be better because we all can be better. I can be better with exercising. I can be better with eating. I can be better in my life, period. That is the things that you need to focus on. It's like, what part of you do you think you can enhance. You don't have to have a totally new you because who the heck were you if you needed a total new you? <laughs> but you just may want to do more things. I suggest that everybody live like there's no tomorrow. We have lived and I have seen and we all have seen in the last three years how they just flew by. First of all, did we even have a 2020? It went by so fast that I barely, it barely seems like a month. It is just gone. And then 2021, 2022, we are now here in 2023. And so it makes you think that you need to live and be happy because life is so short. You guys, you know, death has touched so many people in these last three years. Most families have seen it or felt it in their lives. And so it's just an awakening. Hello, live your life. Stop wasting time. And I already did a podcast about wasting time, so I'm not going there. But I just want you to focus on you. Focus on what makes you happy. You know, we get in a in a routine and we keep going and we keep moving. And sometimes we don't even know what makes us happy. So first of all, maybe you want to sit down and Make a list of some things that you would like to accomplish in 2023. So let's talk about me. I decided that every single day I'm going to set a goal and accomplish whatever it is that I set out to do that day. You know, you feel so much better at the end of the day if you have accomplished some things. I can only set this up for myself because 
my husband, he has different things that he might want to accomplish. There are categories, though. The categories are, are you trying to accomplish something within yourself today? Or are you trying to accomplish something to get done in your home? Or are you trying to accomplish something financially? There are different categories. And so choose one every day and choose to accomplish something and make it happen. Focus on what you would like to accomplish for that day. I have started this this year. And no matter what is going on, (laughs) my favorite saying from my great niece and my nephew who's raising her and his wife and their children because they have a new little boy also. But (laughs) the little girl, she's five and she's like, figure it out. Like I said, because in another podcast, because that's what they tell her to do. And that's what we all should try to do. There are so many people that do not have critical thinking skills, problem solving skills. You know, it is a skill to not get overwhelmed and not rush into things and to sit back and think about a plan of how you're going to approach it and how you're going to accomplish it. That is the key thing. We cannot get overwhelmed because the big picture can be so huge and look so far away. If you bring it down and make a plan, what do you want to do first? What do you want to do second? What do you want to do third? And just focus on the plan of the first thing and complete the first thing, and then the plan for the second thing, complete the second thing, and before you know it, you are down the line and have accomplished this whole thing that you viewed as overwhelming in the beginning. Take it in parts, because all things can be accomplished. When you think about it, and you set a goal, If you work towards that goal, I mean, you may do one thing a day, but one thing a day working towards that goal will help you achieve it. But first, you got to set some goals. Set some goals for 2023. Where do you want to be before it becomes 2024? Which, the way these years are flying, that's going to be in another six months. At least it's going to seem like it is. So I just want us to feel accomplished with our time. Before you know it, it is gone. I'm sure we all don't feel as old as the calendar says we are. And it's like, oh my goodness, how can I be this age? I I just was doing hopscotch in in the driveway. 10 years ago, so it seems. (laughs) Well, maybe not 10 years ago, but it seemed like that you had your children and then they grew up and now they're adults and now they're having children. It goes so fast. And I know everybody listening are not at that point, but 
I'm sure you are at a point where you're still going, whoa, where did the time go? Wherever you are, whatever point you are in your life, I'm sure it's moving fast. And they say that it moves faster the older you get. (laughs) And I have to laugh because every time I say they say to my husband, he's like, who are they? But they are the people, the people in your environment and your surroundings. That's who they are. (laughs) So that is all that I'm trying to tell you is to use your time wisely. Make it count. And you know, it's okay to have days because Sunday is supposed to be a rest day according to religion, even though I feel like religion is man-made and you definitely need a personal relationship with the supreme being, your life, your relationship. And religion It helps and you can get some things out of it. Don't get me wrong. Oh my goodness. But even if you are in a religious institution, per se, you still need to have a personal relationship with the Supreme Being because it's your life and your life is different from anyone else's. Your life, your happiness, and it all depends on you and the decisions that you make. To me, that song that I, part of the song that I played for you in the beginning, Lizzo, I do my hair, toss, check my nails, tell me how you feel, feeling good as hell. And that's what you have to do and keep on moving and keep it going. I don't know, look her up, Lizzo, but she is very confident. Some people may even say that she is overly confident, but there's no such thing. And what she is showing us on the outside doesn't mean that it is on the inside, but it is a point that you should try to achieve in and out because no matter what, you are still you, you are still going, you are still making your life. And so whatever it is, You keep going and you feel good about what you're doing. And that's what I get from her song. It's like, well, whatever, whatever happens, I'm going to do my hair toss, check my nails because I'm going to try to make sure that I'm good. How you feeling? Feeling very good. And that is something that we all should try to achieve every day. I want to feel good. I want to be able to toss my hair and check my nails and be feeling very good. Very good. So how do we achieve that? We achieve that with being in tune with ourselves. Being in tune with what we want. Being in tune with what makes us happy. What makes our family run smooth? What makes us get things accomplished and still be happy and be feeling good while we're doing it. This is a goal. It's not something that's going to always happen. And sometimes you're going to have to work at it harder than, than other times. The thing is to just try to achieve it all of the time. 
you know, maybe at first when you um, adopt this concept, you might have to sit down and make a list because you've been doing things to please everyone else for so long that you don't even know how to begin to please yourself. There was a while ago, I met a young lady and she was having children, but she was not married. And she was on her third child. And I asked her, why do you keep having children for a man that you are not married to? And she told me, girl, I don't even know how to go about being married. My mother wasn't married. My grandmother wasn't married. I don't care about that. I don't know anything about that. And it made me sad. But since then, they have grown and realized and they have worked on themselves, which they have inspired me to make this podcast because I have seen this person grow right before my eyes. Just because she didn't know about it then, she has learned about some things. And that's the thing that we all have to be open to is to learn new ways and new avenues to do things because there's always more than one way. The reason that I talked about the marriage was because that is the foundation for your children. That is when you're showing them what is to be expected to have a family. First, the two parents should be committed to each other. And yes, you can be committed to each other and just say, I commit myself to you. But when you put your name on the line and put your name on the paper and let them file it down into the records of the law where you got to go through some things with the law to get rid of this person because it's too easy to just walk away if you haven't made the lawful commitment. You could have 20 kids and then you'd be like, oh, I'm not taking this no more. And you can get up and walk away and leave the other person with the children, even though it can happen as well if you are not totally committed. But before you are to be with anyone else legally, and legally I say because then you have benefits to being legal, like putting them on your insurance and like making decisions. I think I spoke about this in a podcast before, but when you are committed and you just say, oh, yes, we're committed to each other, then you let that person get sick and decisions need to be made. You can't make them. They're like, no, um, a boyfriend can't make decisions for you. Who is your closest relative? And your closest relative may be somebody that live a hundred miles away in another state. And I work at a hospital. So therefore I know these things because I see people when they check in and they're like, who's your closest relative? 
and they say, oh, it's just my boyfriend. She's like, a boyfriend cannot be a closest relative. A boyfriend cannot make decisions for you. I need a blood relative. So to stop all of that, you need to marry and commit and say, this is who I want to make decisions for me. Now, when my parents were in hospice and a social worker came and talked to me and she was not married. And she said, oh, my God, so after doing hospice and with everyone, I see how things can turn out when a person is ill or when a person is no longer here, who's going to make the decisions. And so I'm not married, but me and my boyfriend are buying a house together. And so I brought home the papers so that he can be my person that make my decisions, I think is called the um, advanced directive, where you choose someone to be your decision making maker in case you can't make the decisions. And I say this to my son who has gotten a divorce and he lives in another city and there is no family members in that city with him. And since he's gotten a divorce, and his wife and mother-in-law has moved out of the city. Well, ex-wife. And they've moved away and now he has friends. But my main concern is who's going to call me if something happens to you? I'm constantly saying that to him. If something happens to you, I don't want anybody making this decisions for you. And you need to designate someone that if something happens... They need to call me and they need to call me fast because I need to be on my way and I need to be there so that you can have the best outcome with the decisions that needs to be made. When he was married and the person, the wife, or would make the decisions, even then I wouldn't have had any control over the situation, but that was his wife. And so when you get married, also the parents release you to them because there's nothing else that can be done. That's your mate and your mate in life. And then the parents have nothing to say and you give me clout. Say for instance, if I wasn't married and my boyfriend went and had a car accident, well, they're going to be calling his mother to make decisions for him. And I am going to be highly upset. I am going to be so upset because this is my husband, the one that, well, not my husband because he's my boyfriend and we never got married and I love him and I want to make the right decisions for him, but I am not even able to because we are not blood relatives and we have not totally committed ourselves to each other. So there are some benefits to the commitment because I am going to make the best decisions for you because I love you so much. And I am more informed probably than an elderly mother or elderly father that I know love their child, but are they on the same wavelength with what me and my mate would like to do? Because 
we've talked about this. It's like, what would you want me to do if this happened? Or, you know, for one thing, I don't want to be on any life support. I would like you to cut it off as soon as possible because why are you keeping me alive and I have no ability to do anything for myself, not breathe for myself, think for myself or anything. Pretty much I'm gone already. Don't have me existing just so that you can say that I'm here. That's not any kind of life. And as I live the situation with my parents, I want to live quality of life until my last breath. I would love for that to be so, but that's something that cannot be planned because you don't know how you're going to be when you get older. You can try your best to take herbs and supplements and and go to the doctor and try your best to always be on top of your health. But some things come and attack you and it's harder than others. But I want to live quality of life until the very end, until I cannot know that life is not quality anymore. So I want to, as the poem said, I do not exist to impress the world. I exist to live my life in a way that will make me happy because my happiness in my life should be very important to me as yours should be to you. So putting your life in categories should help you so that you're not overwhelmed and you don't have to work on every category every day. Now let's see what the categories would be. So you got your financial category, you got your health category, you got your mental category, which would be spirituality and things like that and deep thinking so that you can work on the rest and figure out your goals of what you want. And then love, of course, which is not least, even though I've said it last, it's not the least. It's just, you know, to get love, you kind of need to work on the other things first. And that's a partner love. Of course, your family love you always have. And you should always be good with that. Even though, and I probably will do a podcast on this, is some relationships require work. Really, all relationships can require work at one point or another. But we don't want relationships where we are constantly working, where we can't do anything else. And if they're not family, sometimes we need to let those relationships go because everybody is not in your life or your whole life. They can just be in your life for a season or for whatever they're meant to be in your life for. Now, just keep working on all these categories. Like I said, not at the same time. Say, for instance, your goal today would be to work on your finances. But your goal tomorrow, because you worked on your finances all day today, would be, I'm going to work on my health and maybe do some exercise. And it's like 
you're not limited to just working on one thing if that's what you want to do in a day. Enjoyment is important as well. And so make sure that you are able to relax and enjoy some part of your day and some part of your week. I just want everyone to know that you are the most important person in your life and you are the person that you can do something about if you don't like it. Be conscientious of how you're living your life so that you can guide yourself to live how you want to live and be who you want to be. Attract the kind of people that you would like to be around. I love you all. And I am going to let you go until the next time. Work on you. You cannot be disappointed if you are working on you. You cannot say that it doesn't matter because life is what we are living for. So have a good week. I'll talk to you again soon. I love you all. And I am getting ready to go for a walk myself because today I'm going to work on my health. And when I walk, it also works on my mind because I get to think and be within myself. Sometimes I listen to music. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I walk with someone and we talk and um, bounce ideas off of each other. But at the end of the walk, I feel accomplished. And I feel like I have done something for myself today. And I want you to do the same. Have a great week. I'll talk to you again soon. Of course, you can listen to me, iHeartRadio, Pandora, YouTube. Listen now, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, I'll be there and I'll talk to you soon. Have a great week. Bye.